today's selection from Calvert Library's digital collection, The Rise and Fall of Dodo, by Neil Stevenson and Nicole Galland. My name is Millisand Stokes, and this is my story. I'm writing in July 1851, common era, or let's face it, Anno Domini, in the guest chamber of a middle-class home in Kensington, London, England. But I am not a native of this place or time. In fact, I am quite fucking desperate to get out of here. But you already knew that, because when I'm done writing this, which, for reasons that will soon become clear, I'm calling diachronical, I'm going to take it to the very discreet private offices of the Fugger Bank, Threadneedle Street, lock it up in a safe deposit box, and hand it over to the most powerful banker in London, who is going to seal it in a vault, not to be opened for more than 160 years. The Fuggers, above all people in this world, understand the dangers of diachronic shear. They know that to open the box and read the document sooner would be to trigger a catastrophe that would wipe London's financial district off the map and leave a smoking crater in its place. Actually, it would be much worse than a smoking crater, but a smoking crater is how history would describe it once the surviving witnesses had been sent off to the madhouse. I'm writing with a steel-nipped dip pen, model number 137B, from Hughes and Sons Limited of Birmingham. I requested the extra-fine tip, partially to save money on paper, and partially so that I could jab my thumb with it and draw blood. The brown smear across the top of this page can be tested in any 21st century DNA lab. Compare the results to what is on file in my personnel record at DODOHQ, and you will know that I am a woman of your era, writing in the middle of the 19th century. I intend to write everything that explains how I came to be here, no matter how far-fetched or hallucinatory it may sound, to quote Peter Gabriel, a singer-songwriter who will be born 99 years from now. This will be my testimony. I do attest that I am here against my will, having been sent here from September 8, 1850, and from the city of San Francisco, California, the day before California was granted statehood. I do attest that I belong to Boston, Massachusetts, in the first quarter of the 21st century. There and then, I am part of the Department of Diachronic Operations, a black budget arm of the United States government that has gone rather badly off the rails due to internal treachery. In the time in which I write this, 1851, magic is waning. The research that Dodo paid me to perform indicates that magic will cease to exist at the end of this month, July 28. When that happens, I will be trapped here in a post-magic world for the rest of my days. The only way anyone will ever know what became of me is through this deposition. While I have managed to land myself in comfortable 
1851 standards, quarters, with access to pen, ink, leisure time, and privacy, it has been at the expense of freedom. My hosts would not consider allowing me out of the house alone for an evening constitutional, let alone to seek out witches who might help me. One comment before I begin. If anyone from Dodo ever reads this, for the love of God, please add corset makers to the list of the betters we need to recruit in any Victorian DTAPs. Corsets are intended to be custom-made to conform to the actual shape of a lady's body, and it's uncomfortable to have to borrow one or buy one off the rack, although servants and poorer women generally do that but do not lace them tightly, as they must engage in manual labor. Being here entirely on charity, I prefer not to ask my hosts to extend credit for a custom-fit one, but wearing this one, borrowed from my hostess, is just awful. It makes a Renaissance bodice feel like a bikini. I am not even kidding. If you enjoyed this chapter and are hungry for more, this title is available in ebook form through Libby by Overdrive and in ebook and audiobook form through Hoopla. If you're enjoying Book Bites, please don't forget to follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if there are books or genres you'd like to hear, email us at calvertlibrarybookbites at gmail.com. Visit calvertlibrary.info for more information and stay tuned for more book bites.